How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 19 Chapter 3 This is Season 19 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 3. In this episode, I would like to make an adjustment to the esoteric meaning explained in Season 19 Episode 1 regarding the definition of certain terms in the Quran which are commonly used. Specifically, throughout the Quran, the two terms gardens, janitan, and rivers, anhar, are paired. In season 19 episode 1, Janet was also defined as madness and the phrase, under which rivers flow was interpreted to mean, to descend or fall. I have found a subsequent source, which clarifies the meaning of Anhar and gives credence to the esoteric dimension of this statement. Specifically, translators have consistently defined Anhar according to the word rivers. In early Arabic literature, Nahar, the singular, or Anhar, the plural, is given the meaning daylight or channel. The authors of a study on Quranic language have found a common meaning between these two words. Namely, daylight, as the escape or flow of sunlight beyond the cosmos to the earth, its escape from the moon, and channel as the escaping of a fluid or mixture from a source. The commonality between these two meanings is a kind of escape. The authors of this particular study determined that, this phrase is frequently used in the Quran to describe the Janet, which is a bright place having a provision to escape from the problems we normally face in our present life, so Janet is a tension-free spot which provides its dwellers a free inroad, incursion or access to the means and resources of their nourishment and further development. We can thus go through the Quran and find places where Janet and Anhar are linked, to retranslate these passages in light of the above determination. For example, Quran 39-20. But those mindful of their Lord will have elevated mansions, built one above the other, under which rivers flow. Can be retranslated as, those God conscious, will have high imperfections, one on top of the other, under which shall be escapes from tension for quiet contemplation. This meaning is followed by Quran 2:25, which reads, and give good news to those who believe and do righteous deeds that for them there are gardens beneath which rivers flow. Can be retranslated as and give good news to those who believe and do righteous deeds that for them there is madness beneath which are escapes for quiet contemplation. Having reviewed these thoughts, it may be that these passages are talking about the state of existing as God-conscious, alive, not after death, at least the physical death. It may be that the intention is to express that through salah, prayer, one gains access to a place free of tension, of relaxation, beneath the madness that comes part and parcel of God-consciousness. It may also be that our imperfections, which cause us to fall from that God-consciousness, lead us to a place of quiet tension-free contemplation where we can grow and develop, gaining the sustenance of God. This interpretation is consistent with the following passage. Quran 2.26 reads, And give glad tidings to those who believe and do good works, that for them are gardens beneath which flow streams. Whenever they are given a portion of fruit therefrom, they will say, This is what was given us before, and gifts mutually resembling shall be brought to them. And they will have their inmates perfectly pure, and therein will they abide. In this passage, it is clear that this escape beneath the madness is a place of sustenance and development, the word fruit being translated as sustenance. It is a place of ground. All of these thoughts aside, 
we can see that the above suggests a pathway for those in this life to escape the madness of God consciousness, through which our imperfections cause us to descend. The divergent paths of pursuing one's desires and pursuing the development offered by God are clearly juxtaposed in the Quran. In this podcast, the concept of tension has a special meaning. This meaning arises out of the involvement of the tonic and dominant, mirroring and postural releases. It tells us that social tension is an ever-present enemy, and the result of such tension is either mirroring, to release tension, or deference, exceeding to the dominance of some other. In both, there is an entrapment of one into the facilitation of others' needs and expectations. To escape this never-ending dialogue of social dynamics, we are given, as God-conscious access to an escape beneath the madness of our understanding. This place obtained through prayer, is a place of quiet contemplation, allowing us to acquire ground, or sustenance in other ways. I contrast this path as one of obtaining direct ground, an escape from the indirect ground dialectical process which governs sociality and the world. But, what kind of being do we have in such a lifestyle? Well, the Quran gives clues. Quran, 2-3, describes prayer in the following way. Who believe in the unseen, establish prayer, and donate from what we have provided for them. But this passage can be retranslated as well. This could also be translated as they believe in the unseen and they exhaust the time we have provided them residing in the prayer preserved. Likewise, this is contrasted with Quran, 2.10, which could be translated as, there is disease in their hearts, and Allah only lets their falling in love increase. They will suffer a painful anguish for their contradiction. The God-conscious are given an exclusive place of protection from contradiction, the disease which causes us to fall into a dialectic of love and hate, of othering, wherein we remain preserved, potentially for eternity. The contrast is set out in Quran 45-23, with one minor retranslation, the word identity for desires, reads, Have you seen O Prophet those who have taken their own identity as their God? And so Allah left him to stray knowingly, sealed their hearing and overturned, and placed their sight misleading. Who then can guide them after Allah? Will you not remember? Such are the esoteric lessons established by the Holy Book of Islam. In the next episode, I will be diving into a more in-depth esoteric analysis of the New Testament. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.